Our God is a God of beginnings. With God, there's always something new. The old is the demarcation between what was and what is. God designed it that way. He's a God of new things. He's a God of new opportunities. He's a God of new days in our life. God designed the plan for saving his fallen creation. And that plan revolved around four new days. And Christmas kicks off the remembrance of those four new days. Because the first new day was Christmas Day. The day on which the fullness of time had come and God came from heaven to earth and became human. It was the new day of God becoming man in order that he might enter into our experience, that he might bring us new things, new day in the birth of Jesus Christ. But then there was a second new day. That second new day came 33 years after the first new day. It was the new day of Jesus Christ's death on the cross of Calvary. It was the day that Jesus Christ, that God, went to the cross of Calvary as man, as me, as you. And he took our sins upon his back. He owned our guilt on that second new day. And Jesus Christ experienced the judgment of his father who poured out his judgment upon Jesus Christ for me, for my sin, for my guilt, for my shame. The Bible says in Colossians 1 that he made peace through the blood of his cross. That was a new day. The enemy could be made at peace with his creator. The rebel could lay down his arms and be at peace with the one who created him. That second new day was the day when God judged Jesus Christ when he willingly took our sins upon his own back and owned our guilt for our sin. And that new day on which Jesus Christ died opened up new opportunities. The fallen could know his creator, could enter into a relationship with his creator, could be at peace with his creator, could have the guilt of sin washed away on God's second new day, the day that God died in my place. And that was immediately followed by the third new day because it was on the third day after Jesus Christ died on the cross of Calvary that he conquered death for me. Death couldn't hold him in the grave. Death couldn't have victory over Jesus Christ. The third new day was the day of Jesus Christ's resurrection 
when he conquered death for me. The angels declared to the ladies that arrived that day, look if you want, but he's not here. He is risen, as he said, and it was a new day. It was a day of life after death. It was a day when death had lost its sting. It was a day when grave had lost its victory. So that our Bible could declare to us, O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The third new day answered those questions. Death doesn't sting anymore. The grave has no victory anymore. Because of the new day of Jesus Christ's resurrection, he brought life in the place of death. Oh, how well I remember 55 years ago when as a teenager I bowed my knee to a crucified and risen Savior. And as a guilty sinner, I went down on my knees and cried out to Jesus Christ and asked him to come into my life and save me. How well do I remember to this very day, 55 years later, how the guilt of my sin rolled off my back. And for 55 years, I have never felt the guilt of eternal judgment for my sin because Jesus rose from the grave and conquered that guilt and brought life after death, a new day. As we continue in a sin-cursed world, we face struggles and problems, but we do so knowing that death has lost its control and fear no longer captivates and sin no longer controls. Because of the third new day, the day Jesus brought life, hope, and victory. And it was a new day, a new day through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. But yet there's one final new day the Hannah and the choir just sang about. It's a new day that we still look forward to. It's the new day that hasn't yet occurred. It's that new day when Jesus Christ descends down to the clouds and he stops at the clouds and he reaches down and he calls his believers to come up into the clouds to meet him. And it's the new day of resurrection and to be brought into the presence of Jesus Christ himself. Oh, we struggle in this fallen world. We struggle with the realities of the presence of sin around us that constantly seeks to impact our lives we still have struggles that are real and the worst of those struggles is when we walk through the valley of the shadow of death and we struggle with the reality of a fallen world over the last week I lost a friend who had been a member of Community Baptist Church for 18 years, back in the early years of the church, back in the warehouse and a little bit into this building. He succumbed to a long battle with cancer, a young man of 50. This week we lost the oldest male member of Community Baptist Church. 
as he succumbed to the encroaching heart disease that finally took his life as an old man of 90, a young man of 50, an old man of 90. The struggles of this, this life are real. Both of those men had looked forward to the day that they would be caught up to be with Jesus Christ in the clouds. Both of those men prayed for the coming of Jesus and fully believed that they would be alive on the new day when Jesus Christ would catch them up into his presence. But as it was, their lot in life was not to be alive on that new day, on this earth. Their lot in life was to be one of the ones who would go home to be with Jesus before he comes and the Bible tells us that those will come back with Jesus to the clouds. Our Bible tells us, but I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep. That ye sorrow not even as others which have no hope. You see, this fourth new day is a promised future new day that Jesus gave to us because Sometimes some of our loved ones go through that valley of death. And all of a sudden we realize that we who had prayed and looked forward to the new day that we would be together caught up. And then we realize that they're not going to be here to be caught up. And we sorrow. And God said, I know you sorrow. Because the struggles of life are real. But you don't struggle the way the unsaved struggle. Who have no hope. For we believe that Jesus died and rose again. Even so, them which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord. That we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. The new day that's yet in front of us, that God told us will come. He told us to comfort our hearts when we lose our loved ones. He told us about that new day so we would have something to look forward to. And when that new day comes, we will shed our body of mortal clay with all of its subject to disease and it's weakening and, and it's frailties. We, we will shed the power, the presence of sin on this world, in this earth. And we'll be caught up to be with Jesus Christ and we'll ever be with the Lord. And that new day, that final fourth new day, will deliver us from all of the problems of this world. You see... Christianity is about new days. A new day when God would become man to represent us. 
a new day when God would go to the cross and die in our place as he owned the guilt of our sin. A new day when he rose from the grave, conquering death, assuring us that we have life beyond the grave and a future new day when we will receive our glorified bodies be brought into the presence of Jesus Christ and live with him forevermore. Our God is a God of new days, of new beginnings, of new opportunities. He's ever new to us. That's Christianity. And Christmas kicks off God's new days that impact our lives. But my question to you this morning, have those new days brought you newness into your life? Have you ever come to the point in your life where you knew why God became man at Christmas? To become you? Before your creator? Have you ever personally. Struggled under the weight. Of the guilt of your sinfulness. And came to realize. That the new day of. Jesus crucifixion. Was God punishing Jesus. As if Jesus were you. Have you ever. Rejoiced. Over Easter. In your personal experience. Knowing that there's life after death because of the richness of the new day of resurrection. And are you looking forward and are you praying for the day that you'll be brought into the presence of your creator. Knowing that he washed all of your sins away and he brought you into a relationship with him that filled your life with new opportunities and new things because of God's new days that he accomplished for you. Christianity is all about coming to grip personally and individually with the power of those four new days. And knowing that Jesus Christ has personally entered into our experience and into our lives. The way he did mine 55 years ago. And if you're here today and you've never been saved. You've never personally come to grips with those four new days in your life. I want you to know that. God's new days were all about you as an individual. It's not about a religion. It's not about a church. It's about you as an individual coming to know your creator in such a way that you can be forgiven of your sin and have eternal life. And if you've never come into that relationship with him, I want you to know that we're here to help you understand the power of God's new days to you personally. And we would 
so enjoy the opportunity here at Community Baptist to talk to you and pray with you individually about your relationship with Jesus Christ, God's desire to make his new days personal to you as an individual.